What a joy to gather on this Lord's Day and uh, join together in worship and also join together in what the sermon time and our message time does. It calls us to action. And this morning we're pleased to have with us Jonathan DeVore from Love Life Charlotte. You, you had in your seats there um, a, a great little booklet. He's going to reference that through the time. Here's one of the things that I want you to know that shouldn't be foreign to you uh, because you're stuck with me as your pastor and because Pastor D echoed this for 29 years faithfully. When we come against spiritual wickedness in high places. We've got to recognize that we're engaged in wrestling and warfare that is not really met with kind of ingenuity and wisdom and a man and strategies that just make things work in the natural. This is not a political fight that we're engaged in. Last week laid the groundwork for you from God's word. It's not a political issue. This is a theological and biological issue and thus it is a gospel reality and so I say that to you this morning to say that as Jonathan shares passionately and I've had the privilege of knowing Jonathan for years uh, before Love Life and uh, worship together with him and his family my wife and I have stood at the abortion mills before there was a Love Life or a Cities for Life when it was just a handful of Christians out there we have people that go and stand faithfully but if the battle is the Lord's, then our greatest weapon in this battle is prayer. But not just, Lord, we pray for that situation down there. No, no, no. We don't wage war against culture. We go and rescue people. That's what Grace Covenant's done for 29, 30 years now, coming into our 31st. It's just, that's what we do. And that's what Love Life does. And it's our joy to have them with us this morning. Ministry partners that we stand with this morning. Jonathan, take your time. Good morning, church. It is a privilege and an honor to be here. Um, my name is Jonathan DeVore, the Charlotte City Director at Love Life. I'm new to the role, took it about two and a half months ago. I'm also a pastor at Convergence Church. We probably meet 10 minutes down the road at the Great Commission Center. Um, I have a wife and two children. Uh, they wish they could be here. My wife was called into the worship team last minute this morning. Um, but it's an honor and a privilege to be here. But I just want to say welcome to week 22 of the Adoption Week, the 40-week journey of hope. This is amazing, and it's an opportunity that we are seeing that is spread across all four corners of the United States of America. And I just want to take a moment and just say and honor Brother uh, Chad Miller and his wife Ashley and their children. There are a lot of pastors in your city that will not take this type of stand for life and against abortion. So can we just honor, like, Pastor Chad Miller real quick, just say thank God for men and for Ashley as well, for their families. This is a privilege and an honor. So thank you for them, and thank you for loving on me this morning and welcoming me in today. Um, really, we're going to show another. We're going to show a video here in a second. This is what love, love life is all about. We want to see thousands more videos like Nicole's story.
these more people out there like them, to help those women that don't know what to do so they can have that type of, they can gain that confidence like and not feel like they're completely alone. I know I'm not gonna be a perfect mom, but I'm gonna be the best mom that I can be. I just can't wait to have that moment where I'm just like, he was, he's worth it and he was worth all of it. And I'm just very excited to meet him. Look at that little baby right there, come on. I mean, that's amazing. That little, that, that life, she was on her way to an abortion clinic in the abortion center, and that life was rescued. We want to see thousands more stories like that. And we believe through faith that God can make it happen. And so next we'll take a look at, you know, the mission. The mission of Love Life is very, very clear. That was the hands and feet of Jesus right there, Shelly, discipling and mentoring that, that mom that chose life. The mission is simple. Love Life is uniting and mobilizing the church to create a culture of love and life that will bring an end to the abortion and the orphan crisis. Do you believe with us in faith that God can do this? For nothing is impossible with God, Luke 137. We believe there has to be this culture shift where people will start running to the local church rather than running to the local abortion centers. Next slide. It is time for the church to respond. July 4th, 2021, it is time for the church to respond to the genocide that is happening in our country. Politicians are not going to end this. Casting a vote for pro-life is no longer going to cut it. The church has to rise up for the greatest moral issue of our time, and that is the slaughtering of innocent children in the womb. The tragic truth of abortion is this. 17,000 babies are killed every week in the U.S. That is close to a 9-11 happening in the womb every day, over and over and over across the United States. 17,000. It's also the leading cause of death in the U.S. It's not death, it's not cancer, it's not overdose, it's nothing else. It is abortion. We believe that life begins at conception. These babies have heartbeats and they're being snuffed out. Abortions are allowed up to birth in some states. In New York and others, you can literally have an abortion the day before you give birth. That's horrific. It's awful. It's never right. Here in North Carolina, just to bring it closer to home, it is up to 20 weeks. 20 weeks. I've held one of the plastic model babies 20 weeks. It's fully developed. It's, a, it's amazing. One in four women and men will have an abortion in their lifetime. We say and men because this is just as much, if not a greater man's issue, than a woman's issue. If men were to take their rightful place as God has designed and called them to be, then this wouldn't even be an issue. They would stand firm, and if they found themselves in an unplanned pregnancy, they would say, no matter what, we are going to keep this child. God will provide. We will figure this out. And i got to tell you something, church. I'm going to confess to you something. I'm one of the 25%. I'm a post-abortive father. I would have a 21-year-old son or daughter right now. I didn't know Christ, but I remember very vividly, I drove my girlfriend at the time to Hebron, and I sat in the waiting room while she had an abortion. 
And I know I've been rescued and redeemed from that. I know that Jesus has saved me from that and he's removed that, that sin and that transgression as far as the east is from the west and he remembers it no more. But that's the tragic truth of abortion. 25%. One in four. And 54% of those have abortions. They actually identify as Christian. In fact, they say that 25% of women that go through abortions have visited an evangelical church within one month. That's insane. These are issues, tragic truth of abortion is just not really shared. And we'll see next here too that love life is, we are not out there, as Pastor Chad mentioned, not, we are not out there preaching shame and condemnation and judgment. We are about healing and restoration through the power of the Spirit of God. That's who we are. The hands and feet of Jesus proclaiming truth, letting them know that hope and help is here. And we see here as the scripture says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Let's take a quick look back at what God has done through the church. Over five years. This is amazing. These are God numbers. We have seen, just recently, we eclipsed 3,000 plus babies that had been rescued from the womb. That is amazing. 3,000 babies. We've seen over 2,000 here in Charlotte alone. That's a, I mean, these, are, these could be the next Billy Graham, next Martin Luther King, next scientist. They could cure cancer. They have a hope and a future now. And you can say, honestly, like when you're adopting this week, we know, we see numbers, 70% drop in abortions on Wednesdays of concentrated prayer and fasting. And also on Saturdays when the church shows up into the darkest areas of our city, praying, interceding, God moves powerfully, miracles happen. It's amazing. 87,000 plus people have prayer walked. 400 plus partnering churches and it continues to grow. We've seen 28 plus abortion workers that have felt compelled to leave the industry altogether. Abortionworker.com. Abortionworker.com. Whenever we see abortion workers coming out, they go on their website and they look, we help them find work to get out of this terrible industry. And we've seen over 3,000 plus people connected beyond the prayer walk. I mean, that's amazing. We've seen mentors, orphan care, sidewalk outreach team, financial giving. I mean, people are connecting. They're seeing that this movement of God is happening across this land. And it's amazing just to kind of sit back for a minute, even just for me to see it locally. I, I'm telling you, the stories are real. It is amazing. Lives are being transformed by the power of the gospel. We're not just about saving these babies, and, and we, we do care about that, but we, are, we care deeply about being a light in the darkness, and we care about the gospel going forward, and we see families that are saved, these, this generational shift. So we'll see next here, too, that prayer is the key. I will give you the key, keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in hev heaven. Matthew 16, 19. And we see that the power of prayer, there is miracles. And we see here, I want to share a quick scripture. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. For although we live in the flesh, we do not wage war according to the flesh, since the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but are powerful. 
through God for the demolition of strongholds. We demolish arguments in every proud thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to obey Christ. We're not out there with carnal weapons. We're out there with prayer and fasting, begging, like in anguish, and in, just for these moms to have mercy on their children. And we'll see here next that this video, Celebrate Life. Okay, let's take a look quickly about the Celebrate Life. So this is an amazing video. And just before we play this as well, these numbers, the, Love Life is expanding and growing so quickly that this video is new and it's already what, really out of date. So that just shows you how, I mean, this, it's amazing to see if we could roll that. It's amazing. I mean, I get choked up, honestly, when I see those numbers. When you think about all the lives that are being saved, and hearing that testimony of that, that woman that was saved, it's amazing. Not only physical life, but spiritual life. And it's a blessing and honor. So this is your church adoption week. So what does this look like for Grace Covenant Church? What does this look like? I can tell you right now, today is the here piece of this. It's raising awareness. Even Pastor Chad preaching last week. And he said, you know what? We are going to take a bold stand for this. This is a gospel issue. And there's, like, as these babies are created in the image of God, God cares deeply about this. So it's raising awareness, this training. This is your beginning of your adoption week. On Wednesday, you're going to pray, and you're going to fast. You're going to intercede for these moms. 
and these babies, as they're making appointments, as they, Saturdays are typically the busiest day in an abortion center because it's when people have off work. So we're going to pray. We're going to fast. We're going to intercede for these moms and for these babies. And then we're going to go on Saturday to the southeast largest and busiest abortion center to bring it home here. This abortion center in Charlotte, typically on, on, in Charlotte, the four abortion centers, it kills over about 150 to 200 babies every week. Here in Charlotte, in our backyard. 80% happen on the Trove Drive. And that's where we are going to be, in the darkest area of our city. But let me tell you, when we go from 9 to 10.30, that's it, it is a peaceful prayer walk. We are there to intercede and pray. In fact, we'll go through a code of conduct here in a second, but it is one of our code of conducts. We are not there to debate and argue with pro-aborts. We're not there to talk to even the moms. We have sidewalk outreach teams that are doing that. We are here to intercede and pray. And we are here basically standing between this gap, between life and death. And we are going to intercede. And we're going to pray to God for miracles. Maybe a baby would kick. Maybe a baby would move for the first time. A sign for one of these moms. And they would run out of this place. But from 9 to 10.30, that's it. If you can worship the Lord and you can pray, that's it. It's literally that simple. But your presence makes a, makes a difference. 70% drop. I'm going to share a quick story. There was a story that about three years, it was three years ago. This mom shows up on a Saturday. She sees everyone in the blue t-shirts, the Love Life t-shirt. She heard a song that she remembers hearing in church. It was like a few years prior. She heard a song. She saw all the people out there. She got back in her car. She left. Three years later, she shows up at Latrobe Drive. And she starts talking to a sidewalk counselor and says, hey, you know what? I was out here three years ago and I saw Love Life out here and worshiping and I heard a song and I saw your presence. She rolled down her back window and she says, I chose life and I want you to meet my three-year-old daughter. I mean, that's amazing. That is like God stories. Those are just, I mean, I'm just constantly, my mind is blown from this stuff. Like this, because the church showed up. That's it, just shows up. And then connect beyond the prayer walk. Maybe God is calling you to something further. Praise God for the four that are getting connected beyond this, that are doing sidewalk outreach team, and, and, and they're, they're giving financially. I mean, I, I've just been blessed so far just sitting in the vest, vestibule and like, just how can I get involved more? What can I do? Is there something else I can do? I love it. God, it, the, the Spirit of God is moving, and it's just amazing to me. So that, the connect piece will be on the go piece. So play the, go to the next slide. So right now, I'm calling you to action. We see in 1 John 3, 16 and 18, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Our faith is real, y'all. Let's make it real. Be the hands and feet of Jesus to actually do something about it. Next slide. Our, again, quickly, our code of conduct, it's simple. We do not inter interact with any pro-abort that's out there. You will feel the weight of being out there. I I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna play it down and say, oh, it's the weight of being out there, it is very, very heavy. When you have on one hand, it's so razor thin between life and death. We know our hope is in Christ. 
We know that nothing's going to shake that. But our code of conduct is we will not engage with pro boards. We will not engage with anybody. That's it. And then another thing, too, that I need to add is that if you have a concealed carry, because by government standards this is considered a protest, you cannot carry a concealed carry. You cannot carry a weapon out there. And that's it. If you can uphold those two codes of conduct, you're welcome to come. That's it. So to believe is to commit. Like Chad mentioned, you're going to see in, in, your, um, in your pews, you're going to see this vision booklet. What this is going to look like on page, I think, 3 and then page 10, you're going to see this QR code. And on the other side, you're going to see the join the journey piece. If you, you know, if, if, if technology is a kind of a hindrance, no problem. We'll take care of it. But right now is the time to commit. Will you, church, commit to this? To praying and fasting, interceding, and then going to Latrobe Drive for an hour and a half on a Saturday. Will you do it? And I want to ask right now, as Ch Pastor Chad come on, come, comes up, if right now, if you can commit to this, as Grace Covenant Church has adopted this week, we see that numbers change, that your presence matters, that your prayers matter. If you can commit to being out there on, on either praying and fasting or committing to going out, can you just raise your hand? Raise it high. Praise the Lord. Thank God for this. Your presence this week, trust me, will matter. And I'm thankful that you're answering the call. Thank you so much for answering the call for this. And I'm blessed to be here. Me, Michael, his family will be out back or, uh, in the vestibule answering questions. But right now, it's really important that you use either the QR code or you know, sign up for the Join the Journey. The reason why is because this will actually help Pastor Chad so we're not inundating him with a bunch of stuff to relate to you. We take care of everything for you. We're going to give you directions, time of arrival, prayer points for Wednesday, what to expect, everything you will need. So it'll take pressure off of Pastor Chad. So please sign up, use this, and we'll, we'll be in the back as well to answer any questions. But God bless you. Thank you so much for answering the call. That's it. Jonathan, hang on for just a moment. Let me, let me ask you a couple questions um, that I might field from, from the congregation. Now, we're Grace Covenant Church. We're, we're right here in the heart of South and Charlotte, and it's, it's so humbling to think the impact that one church can make. But here's something I know. Will we be the only church out there this Saturday? No, you guys will actually be partnering with a couple other churches. In fact, if you give me one second, oh, I can tell you. So you guys are going to be, so who else is it? So we have a Team Joy Life group. It's actually a small group of, of women. And there are about 30 women that are saying, hey, I'm going to adopt a week. We're coming, they're coming from Fort Mill, South Carolina. Um, there's also, let me see here, uh, University Hills up in the university area, Pastor Bo Riley. Um, they're going to be out there as well. So you guys will be one of three churches that will also be out there. And it's a blessing and an honor. It, it is a blessing. It's because when would we cross paths with these other folks? Like naturally in the course of uh, us doing life and reaching South End Charlotte or, or even reaching Charlotte or reaching the nations for the gospel or taking a stand for life or even worshiping in prayer. Uh, there's, there's something beautiful that happens when the church comes together under the banner of the Lord Jesus Christ in the hope of rescuing the perishing. It's a remarkable 
thing that we'll get to experience together. So I, I'm encouraged for that. We're actually gonna, we take a moment, uh, Jonathan, and give a time for folks to respond to our uh, typical sermons. And this is an atypical sermon for sure, but it's a very direct call to action. So what I wanna do is take that same moment, Julie's gonna play for just a moment, and then I'll pray. Take that moment and give you time to fill out, some of you need to fill out that card right now. Scan the QR code now. Some of you wanna pray and think about it, that's fine, but don't leave with questions. They'll be here to hang out with us today. Let's take a moment. Maybe you've already filled out the card. Maybe you'll pray for those that are deciding right now. Take a moment and respond. Thank you, John. You know, it's not enough for us to shake our fists at the darkness and curse the culture. That doesn't work. This is a way that we can stand in the gap and lovingly engage and cry out for human dignity that God has endowed us with. This is a way that we can be visible, marked by our love for women and our support of women. This is a way that we can show up and call men and women to action for the glory of God. I don't know where my grandparents or great-grandparents were and what role they played during what can only be described as the civil rights tragedy and travesty that this nation endured for so long. When men and women were degraded because they looked a certain way, I don't know where they were. I can only wonder what my grandchildren will ask me when they read of the heinousness of abortion. I say, Grandpa, where were you? We don't stand for that. We stand for life. What did you do? Father, we confess that we stand in desperate need this morning of your power. Because it's not enough for us to show up and do something, Lord. But we do need to show up. We want to do your work in such a way that you get the glory and the honor and all of the attention. And we'll do that as we go out in prayer.
as we go out visibly in prayer to stand for life with love. Fill us with your spirit, God. Fix our eyes on Jesus and help us to see those around us who are in the greatest need in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen.